The Creepshow podcast contains content that is not suitable for younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Creep Show. That's Ashley. I'm Sarah. What's up, everybody? All right. You know what we're talking about today? No, I do not. <laughs> Just a little frazzled. A little bit. Today, we're talking about Mayhem. So, they were a band. Uh, they formed in the 80s, and um, they, they became popular for all the wrong reasons, <laughs> but they are actually still a band today. I have my resources, my sources here from Rolling Stone and good old Wikipedia. From Rolling Stone, we have, we were repulsed by music about love and kindness. We just hated it, says Jan Axel, who is known better by the name Hellhammer. We wanted to make music that was extreme opposite of that. And I'm going to mispronounce these names because it, they're from Sweden, Norwegian, you know, Nor, they're Norwegian. Norwegian. So they're from Sweden. Oh, I'm going to mispronounce a lot of these names, so. We do apologize. Yeah. My, our Norwegian folks. So the vocalist Attila mm. Cesar uh, says, I guess there was a lot of good things in life. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It just says right here how to pronounce his fucking name. Uh, Shihar. So Attila Shihar. And he is Hungarian. So the sun comes up every morning and it's beautiful. And there's nature and family. But if you look at what's going on in the world, we are living in a nut house with fucking wars and governments controlling people. So it has been my personal path to understand and embrace the darkness. So this is the story of Mayhem. The Mayhem is a Norwegian black metal band formed in Oslo. They were one of the founders of the Norwegian black metal scene and their music has strongly influenced the black metal genre. Mayhem's early career was highly controversial, primarily due to their notorious live performances. Mayhem was founded in 1984 by guitar- guitarist, and uh, again, I'm sorry, uh, Osten Arseth, known initially as Destructor, later Euronymous, bassist Jorn Stubbered, also known also known as Necro Butcher, and drummer uh, Jetel Mannheim, taking their band name from the Venom song Mayhem and Mercy. The band members were mainly influenced by groups such as Venom, Creator, Motorhead, Necro, Death, Black Sabbath, Slayer, Bathory, Sodoms, Celtic Frost, and Parabellum. The lineup began playing cover songs by Black Sabbath, Venom, Motorhead, uh, and later recorded the demo Pure Fucking Armageddon, which sounds like a great little ditty, after its release. Uh, Arseth, who used to sing vocals along with Stubred, Stubred, I don't know, uh, during the first demo studio rehearsal, recruited two session vocalist Eric Norheim, maybe, uh, aka Messiah, and Sven Eric Kirstensen. Uh, also known as Maniac, in 1986 and 87. Norim uh, performed vocals for only one concert, which took place on April 20th, 1985, in Ski, Sky, I don't know, and by the end of that year, he had quit Mayhem. He later uh, formed hardcore punk band with Within Range, or no, sorry, Within Range, and oil street punk band Cockroach Clan, whereas with Christensen, Mayhem recorded its first EP, Death Crush, 
1987 and released it through Euronymous. Newly formed label Par uh, Pores Post Pose Corpse Music, I guess. Why Sherry Post Corpse? Pose Corpse Music. Mannheim and Euronymous. Camel Corpse? Is that, that's a band? <laughs> no, that's the label. Oh, is it? The label is called Pose Corpse. Mm. So Mannheim and Euronymous only played at one show on March 22nd, 1986 in Ski, Sky. And the show was recorded on video. This was a side project about experimental music against mainstream. As a joint venture with Euronymous. I keep wanting to say Geronimo, but it's Euronymous. <laughs> he was an Oslo specialist uh, record shop Helvet, a Norwegian for hell. Mannheim and Maniac left the band in 1998. Nope, 1988. And two brief replacements, Maniac and Mannheim's positions were filled by Swedish vocalist. We're just going to call him dead because I'm not sure how to say his name. So his alias was dead. And local drummer Jan Axel Bloomberg, Hellhammer, with dead, the band's concerts became notorious. For concerts, Dead went to great lengths to achieve the image and atmosphere he wished. From the beginning of his career, he was known to wear corpse paint, which involved covering his face with black and white makeup. According to Necro Butcher, it wasn't anything to do with the way Kiss and Alice Cooper used makeup. Dead actually wanted to look like a corpse. He didn't do it to look cool. Hellhammer claimed that Dead was the first black metal musician to use corpse paint. To complete his corpse-like image, Dad was, would bury his stage clothes and dig them up again to wear them on the night of a concert. But, like, you've seen you've seen corpse paint. It's like when you see, like, black metal bands and they have, like, the white face with, like, the black, like, coming yeah. down, you know, like, not, tech, not really, like, ghost, but, like, just, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you've seen it. Mm -hmm. So, oh. while performing, Dad would often cut himself with hunting knives and broken glass. Additionally, the band often had pig or sheep heads impaled on stakes and planted at the front of the stage. A prolific Norwegian heavy metal drummer, Hellhammer, has remained with the group since joining in 1988. Because they are still together today. Uh, Stian Johansson, or Johansson, I'm not sure, uh, also known as Occultus, who briefly took over as vocalist after dead suicide, <laughs> spoiler alert, made this statement about him. He didn't see himself as human. He saw himself as a creature from another world. He said he had many visions that his blood has frozen in his veins, that he was dead. That he, uh, that is the reason that he took the name. He knew he would die. In 1990, the members of Mayhem moved to an old house in the forest near Oslo, which was used as a place for the band to rehearse. Mayhem put out an album that radiated with the sort of angst that spoke to Hellhammer and Shihar, and their bandmates at the time. De Mysterious Dom Satanus, the title which roughly translates to Lord Satan's Secret Rites. Its lyrics speak of growing darkness, bottomless uh, hell holes, pagan fears, and the undead returning to recount their damnation. It's pure stoker with a side order of Poe. Uniquely orchestrated to caterwauling gothic guitar and death rattle drums and topped by Shihar's avant-garde combo of growls, grunts, and operatic howling. And it set the tone for musical extremism for a generation, inspiring legions of disaffected headbangers to dress in black and hail Satan, literally. But for all its importance and mythos, the group was never able to tour behind it. On April 8, 1991, Dead committed suicide in the house owned by the band. He was found by Euronymous with slit uh, slit wrist and a shotgun wound to the head. 
Dead suicide note started with the sentence, excuse all the blood, and included a brief explanation. Quote, nobody will ever understand this, but as a sort of explanation, I am not human. This is only a dream, and soon I will awake, end quote. The full text has become public, and it ended by saying, quote, I didn't come up with this now, but 17 years ago, end quote. Attached to the note, Dead left the lyrics of the song Life Eternal. When Euronymous found all this, he went to a nearby store and bought a disposable camera to photograph the corpse after rearranging some items. One of these photographs was later used as the cover of a bootleg live album, Dawn of the Black Hearts. Necro Butcher recalls how Euronymous told him of the suicide. Oyston Oyston called me up this next day and says, quote, Dead has done something really cool. He killed himself, end quote. I thought, have you lost it? What do you mean cool? He says, quote, relax. I have photos of everything. I was in shock and grief. He was just thinking of how to exploit it. So I told him, quote, okay, don't even fucking call me before you destroy those pictures. Euronymous used dead suicide to foster Mayhem's evil image and claimed dead had killed himself because black metal had become trendy and commercialized. In time, rumors spread that Euronymous had made a stew with bits of Dead's brain and had made necklaces with bits of his skull. The band later denied the former rumor, but confirmed that the latter was true. Moreover, Euronymous claimed to have given these necklaces to musicians he deemed worthy, which was confirmed by several other members of the scene, like Bard Faust Ethan and John Metallion Christensen. In 2018, a fragment of Dead Skull also went on sale for $3,500 along with a letter from Euronymous that it was posted with. The letter finishes with, okay, that should be all. I'm enclosing a little piece from Dead's cranium in case you'd like to have it. Hear from you soon. In a 2019 interview with Loudwire and Consequence of Sound, Necro Butcher claimed to have had plans to kill Euronymous since he was disgusted by his treatment of Dead but that Verkin, Verkin, Verkins, whatever, beat him to it. It remains a trend for fans to produce artwork using blood, which that was a big thing I know with some of the bands that I like. Like, the fans would send them letters written in blood. Dead suicide affected Necro Butcher so much that he left Mayhem, thinning the band's ranks down to two. The group performed for a short time thereafter with Occultus joining the band to record edit joining the band to begin recording vocal and bass tracks in mayhem's debut album de mysterious dom Sathanas. however this was short-lived he left the band after receiving a death threat from euronymous uh in july 1993 live in leipzig was released as the band's tribute to dead in late 1992 the recording of mayhem's upcoming album resumed thus arseneth arseth Engaged three more session musicians, Bursum Vard Verkness, stage name Count Grishnak, <laughs> Thorn Snore W. Rush, aka Blackthorn, who handled bass guitar and rhythm guitar respectfully, and singer Attila Shihar of Hungarian black metal band Tormentor. Due to complaints by his parents, Euronymous closed the scene focal point. Uh, record shop Helvet claiming as reasons adverse media and police attention. Much of the album was recorded during the first half of 1993 and at the Grieg Hall in Bergen. 
To coincide, coincide with the release of the album, Euronymous and Brickens had conspired to blow up Nidaro's Cathedral, which appears on the album cover. Euronymous' uh, murder in August 1993 put an end to this plan and delayed the album's release. So, on August 10th, 1993, Verkins, Verkins, no, Verkins, whatever, murdered Euronymous. On that night, Verkins and Russ traveled from Bergen to Euronymous' apartment in Oslo. Upon their arrival, a confrontation ensued, which ended when Verkins fatally stabbed Euronymous. His body was found outside the apartment with 23 cut wounds, two to the head, five to the neck, and 16 to the back. Verkins claimed that Euronymous had plotted to torture him to death and videotaped the event, using a meeting about an unsigned contract as a pretext. On the night of the murder, Verkins claims that he intended to hand Euronymous the signed contract and tell him to fuck off, but that Euronymous attacked him first. Additionally, Verk also claimed that most of Euronymous's cut wounds were caused by broken glass that he had fallen on during the struggle. In a video interview with Consequence of Sound on October 15th, hey, my birthday, 2019, Necro discussed his bitterness towards Euronymous after being replaced with, in the band with Vard Varkins before the recording of De Mysterious Dom Sathana. Okay, I can tell it right now because I've been holding it in for many years, but actually I was on my way down to kill him myself. And when it happened, I saw the morning paper thinking, fuck, I gotta get home to my place and get out all the weapons and drugs and shit I had in my house because they're coming to my house because I'm probably going to be the number one suspect for this. But little did I know that the Norwegian police already knew that Count Grishnak, Varg, was going down also to kill him. Because they bugged his phone and he actually talked about this killing before he went to Bergen so the cops already knew that he was coming, so they probably were thinking to themselves, we didn't nail this guy for the church burning, so let's nail him for murder and get rid of this fucking guy in Oslo at the same time. So that's basically what happened. End quote. In May 1994, De Mysterious Dom Sathanas was released and dedicated to Euronymous. Its release had been delayed due to complaints by Euronymous's parents who had objected the presence of bass guitarist uh, played by Verkins. According to Verkins himself, Hellhammer assured Arthur's parents that he would re-record the bass tracks himself, being unable to play bass guitar. Hellhammer left the bass tracks unchanged, and so the album features Verkins as bassist. By early 1994, Hellhammer, Maniac, and Necrobircher had this EP. In this new phase, statements by Hellhammer, who spoke out against race mixing in foreigners in Norway, and the use of Nazi imagery, such as swastika flags in the rehearsal room, the Totenkopf emblem, and band merchandise featuring the symbol of the military branch of Nasjano Samling, sorry, led to controversy and accusations of neo-Nazism. Additionally, Hellhammer stated that no member of the new lineup was a Satanist and that the satanic stuff isn't what I feel Mayhem is about today. Mayhem's music is still dark, but I wouldn't say that it's satanic. The band's second full-length album, Grand Declaration of War, was released in 2000. Maniac largely abandoned the traditional black metal rasp for dramatic spoken word monologues, with most of the songs sequencing seamlessly into one another. Because of this conceptual uh, strain, however, the album received harsh criticism. Mayhem made headlines in 2003 when assault charges were filed, but the band considered it to have been entirely accidental. The band released Chimera in 2004, 
showing a return to their initial raw sound, but with higher production value and a progressive edge. Later that year, Maniac left the band. According to Necrobutcher, this was due to his alcoholism induced by stage fright. Necrobutcher explained that because of his tendency, a violent encounter between the singer and blasphemer uh, would lead to guitarist kicking Maniac down a flight of stairs, resulting in injury. Shihar was reinstated as his replacement. A live recording of De Mysterious Dom Sathanas was released in 2016. The same year, rapper Ghost Main released the song Euronymous, a reference to the band. Later that year, a film about the Lords of Chaos, based on the book of the same name, premiered in the Sundance Film Festival, directed by J uh, Jonas Ockerlund, maybe? Again, propelling the group into the media spotlight. While the film received mixed reviews from both critics and fans, band members Necrobutcher and Shihar strongly objected to the movie, despite initially granting the rights to use the band's songs. In several interviews, the two argued that the film gave a one-sided perspective of the story, with particular complaints given to the failure to showcase the deteriorating relationship between Euronymous and Dead and the year before the latter's suicide in April 91. In 2018, the band released a remixed and remastered version of A Grand Declaration of War. Mayhem's sixth studio album, Damien, was released on October 25th, 2019 through Century Media Records. Three singles, Worthless Abominations, Destroyed of Worms and Ruins and Falsified and Hated were released ahead of the album. The album is characterized by a return to the more traditional style of black metal like N.D. Mysterious and contains 10 new songs with a further two bonus tracks and several covers including of Dead's old band Morbid in the extended album. A music video for Falsified and Hatred was released on November 7th and shows what appears to be a shaking tent ritual. It also, whatever the fuck that is, it also shows a heart being cut open as part of this. Ziggy Jonas Ramushan, a graffiti artist, was also involved in the design. In 2020, it was announced that drummer Tony Loreno would temporarily be filling in for Hellhammer on the Decibel magazine tour due to Hellhammer suffering from a shoulder injury. The tour, however, was ultimately canceled due to COVID-19. In 2021, Mayhem was inducted into the Rock'em Hall of Fame after being nominated for a third time earlier the same year. As of 2021, they are the only black metal group to be inducted. Mayhem announced a new LP, nope, nope, not LP, this isn't the 60s, EP, Atavistic Black Disorder Commando that was released on July 9th, 2021. The track listing consists of three outtakes from the Damien sessions, two of which were used as a bonus track on the deluxe edition of the album, along with four covers from punk rock bands who the band cite as laying the foundation of what was to come. The EP feature features the guest appearance by former vocalist Messiah and Maniac on one cover track. This marks Messiah and Maniac's first studio recordings with the band since 1987's Death Crush and 2004's Chimera. Chimera, whatever respectively. Um, Necro Butcher stated that two former vocalists were brought in because of their obvious connection with punk. And that is the story of Mayhem. Fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Yeah. The fact that, that they used a fucking picture of Euronymous on the cover, it's just so disgusting. That is so fucking gross. I don't think I've ever, I've never 
I had never heard of Mayhem before I heard this story. I'm not really into black metal. I like metal. Like, I've... But... Like, I've heard, uh... I like death metal, but I just don't yeah. like black metal. Black but, yeah, metal I think is... I've heard black metal. It's like, I can't. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that was the story of Mayhem. That was Mayhem. That was the creep show. That's Ashley. I'm Sarah. Stay creepy. Bye-bye. To send us a recommendation for future episodes, email us at thecreepshow18 at gmail.com. And you can also look for us on Facebook, The Creep, creep Show Podcast, and Instagram.